Today was the day that Hamish Bond decided to call it quits. Uh, the rowing legend, I'll throw in cycling in there as well, has walked away from the sport that has given him so much. We're joined by the guy that was pretty much stuck by his hip with him right the way through a bulk of his career, Eric Murray. Eric, welcome to the programme. This day was always coming. Does it surprise you that it's taken this long from finding to, to hang his oars up, mate? No, I think you've got to have time to decompress after like Olympics and, and most of the time, we always had a, a good sort of four or five months. You know, I was stupid enough in 2012 to get in the ring with Manu Vatavai for Fight for Life, you know. So um, <laughs> he, he hasn't done anything super crazy like that, but I think he's just had time with family and figured out what his next steps are. And, and you know, like talking to him as well, you know, it was it was quite a task actually getting to Tokyo because there were times where he just felt like, you know, what am I doing this for? Am I doing this for like the motivation to, to, to be the best or am I just, you know, should I be doing something else? But, you know, he stuck at it, got all the way through and we have another piece of sporting history to, to write in the books. I think I'd probably rather go through a round with Manu than go through what he went through in the eight. I mean, that was an extraordinary mission to do what he did and to cap it off with the gold. I, I mean, even you'd probably struggle to believe what happened there and you know how the guy ticks. We had a couple of good conversations around home at my place, you know, and he was asking whether I still wanted to come back and throw my, my tail in the ring for it as well. And, and I was like, look, pal, nah, like I'm, I'm out the gate. But he was like, we just need to, he's like, we've got the, we've got the manpower, we just need the, the work ethic and he's like, I, I didn't really respect what you sort of, we had until it was, was gone. And I was like, look, just get them going right and, and you'll be able to do it. And then ultimately with the pandemic, you know, they had to go and qualify. They had to go to Switzerland. Those guys spent more than a month in MIQ last year, you know, like doing two trips overseas. But on their day in, in Tokyo, you know, when they when they were thereabouts in the heat, I thought, okay, they're going to be top four. This would be great. Might sneak in a medal. But then when they showed their speed in the repercharge, I was like, oh, here we go. This could be really interesting. Still still thinking they're probably third place. And then in that final, they just put it out on the line. You know, one one day in a four-year, well, in this case, five-year cycle, you throw the kitchen sink with everything you got, and New Zealand crossed that finish line first. It was awesome. And it's strictly linked with him. You always will be, won't you? Bond and Murray. Does that sit well with you? Oh, absolutely. We, You know, what we achieved in the pair was... You know, it, it doesn't, I don't think Hamish will quite realise as well until he just decompresses from like the retirement and, and has a bit of time. But, you know, you t even now I talk to people and they're like, how the hell are you guys not lose? And I'm like, I don't know, just try to be fast, you know. But when they're like, there must have been something, I'm like, honestly, dude, we just were trying to, to, to be good all the time and, and do this and training and, and the work ethic that was, was needed to put in. And, and, and that's what we did. And, and all of a sudden, you know, 69 races go by and no one's ever been able to beat us. And you're like, well, actually, it's pretty special. Like, that's not going to be, that's not going to happen again, I don't think, in our lifetime. So, yeah, it's, it's something really special. Yin and Yang, what did you bring? What did he bring? <laughs> that great combination. How, how did it work particularly? If you can isolate that in a couple of minutes, I think you're a hero. But <laughs> what did it come down to? I think what it came down to when we first got on the pier, Hamish was like, I'm the best row and Eric's the second best row. And I was like, hang on, pal, I'm the best, you're the second best. So you've got two guys that think they're the best and you put them in a boat together with the ambition and goal of trying to be the best in the world. You're already on a really good starting point. And then we just, we were completely different people. Like rowing was our job. Like we didn't really socialise. Like, like Hamish is a really, really good friend, but not on that mate side. So, you know, like, we, we, so, we, we didn't socialise together outside of it. So it's like when we're there, 100% trust, do your bits. 
But then when we left, he was doing his thing, I was doing my thing. And then at the same time, I'm the complete optimist. Eh? I'm like, this, you know, this should be right. You know, nah, don't worry about it. We'll get it right tomorrow. Whereas Hamish was the pessimist where like everything was going to go wrong. We had to have it perfect. We did that. So we sort of balanced each other out with that. And as I say, like conflict resolution, eh? don't lose. Don't have to ask hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only things were, were that simple. What did you make of it when he decided to get on a bike and start pedaling? Because I remember interviewing him after he, I think he biked up the Crown Range in the uh, the Tour of South. And I was still stunned. I think he was like second or third in that particular league. What did you make of him when he started doing that? He's always been a good cyclist, and we knew that when we were training. Like when we trained in Switzerland, we did a lot of cycling, and I'd probably do. And I'm giving myself a probably a reasonably, uh, I guess, probably even more weighted in my favour of, of like ninety ten. So I I did probably ten percent on the front, but I don't even think it was that. Like he just trucked along, and I just was like, hold on, hold on, Eric, hold on, don't don't let him go. And and so he was a phenomenal specimen in terms of his physiology. But I think the one thing, and, and you know, when you look at Hamish and you think about what he bought and, and how he was so good, he probably articulated at one time where he said, look, if you're bringing athletes or even just, just people in, in general into an environment, right, you can, you can be big and strong, you can have amazing natural talent and all of that, but he goes, the biggest talent that you need in life is a good attitude, you know, an attitude to turn up, to persevere, the dedication and commitment that you need to be able to do it. And he goes, I'd much rather have someone with a really, really good attitude that wasn't as good in a crew boat with me or blah, blah, blah. But knowing that they're going to put everything on the line every single day, rather than someone that's like, oh, look, I'm good enough. I might not have had a good day today, but I'll be right tomorrow. He was like, attitude is, is everything. And I think that's what, what summed him up over the years was his attitude to everything that he did was just absolutely on fire. And that's why... He was trying to be the best. Like he was, he was so pissed off if I try, if I beat him in a session, if I was in a single. You know, I only managed to get in front of him a couple of times, but man, he did not like it. And and that was it. You know, just he brought that to the sport, and it really just epitomises who he was and why he was so good. And on that note, Eric Murray, we'll let you get on with your business. Thanks so much uh, for joining the program and expressing uh, what you have around Hamish Bond, who is retired today, no longer in the boat. Back to an ordinary life. If three gold medals in rowing is an ordinary life, I'll take it, mate. I know. He's not been fantastic. We had a great journey together. Look, you know, I guess some of the accolades that we've got as well that you don't go into your sport to look for those accolades. But, you know, Hamish is definitely going to be one of our one of our top ever Olympic um, Olympians in New Zealand. And, you know, for us to get uh, decade champions last year was, was pretty special. And uh, he'll always be remembered in sport. And I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot of people around the world going, thank God he's gone. Cause shit, we can win something now.